Hey, this is Ken Shamrock. I'm the world's most dangerous man, and you're listening to Talkamania. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episodic podcasting adventure. It's Talkamania. Gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Takamania. I'm your host Desmino here with my co-host, Tanky partner, and long lost amigo from another mother and another brother and another father. And I'm gonna put this all over the top because that's how much I love this guy. Actually, I hate him. J Bomb! You hate me, you fucking dick. Oh come on, you knew it. That's why yeah, I moved I all the way far far away from you. <laughs> I moved away from you. Yeah, you're a country Let's bumpkin. Let's get the record straight. Country bumpkin. Yeah. That's it, man. How you doing? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. We've got a little hot and sweaty day. Uh, I think it's one of the last hot days before we head into the fall. Looking at the the, the weather, it's going to drop off soon. So looking forward to that. It's a little bit sticky and uh, not liking it too much. But outside of that, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, it was definitely a ball stuck to your leg kind of day. That's for sure. Mm. But I was in AC uh, the whole day. Actually, my AC unit at work got robbed. Literally, somebody came and stole the AC, like the heat pump. Interesting. Yeah. Crazy. And, I, and I'm the one who lives in the city. I know. I live in the fucking middle of nowhere, and somebody came and robbed it. Apparently, they robbed like everybody in the block. So they're saying that it's like they're just stealing the copper from it because huh. copper return is so expensive. Well, then if right they're now. stealing from all these people, there must be some kind of footage somewhere now. There's no footage, unfortunately. Have you been There's stealing no copper, you poor boy? I've, no. No, 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 no. Folks, please buy our t shirts so this man can, can feed his family. <laughs> Well done, man. Well done. What ProWrestlingTees.com slash Talkmania. Support the podcast. Come on, guys. That's it. And if you're not following us yet, make sure to do it on Twitter at underscore Talkmania. Wherever you get your podcast kicks, if it's on Spotify, if it's on iTunes, if it's on Podbean, we're there, folks. We're on Facebook. Uh, you know, we're everywhere, guys. And also, if you didn't yeah, check it out, man, we talked with Mick Foley last week. So check out last <gasps> week's podcast. It's off the hook. And if you love it and you're going to be in Montreal, check out Mick Foley at the Comedy Nest, September 12th, 8 p.m. I think doors open much earlier than that. Tickets are going to sell out quickly, guys, so get on it. But it's going to be a really unique uh, night. It's his 20th anniversary of Hell in the Cell, and he's going to be telling some stories. It's going to be intimate. It's going to be fun. And maybe he'll shove shove Sako down your throat if you're lucky. (laughs) Maybe he'll shove just a little bit more down your throat. If you're lucky. Funny jokes and comedy. Yeah, he's a funny guy, but uh, <laughs> I just got that. Um, yeah, I'm excited. We got our shit comped, so it's pretty cool. I'm going to bring my wife, I think. Cool. Yeah, me too. I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying to bring some friends as well, too. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you guys want to hang out with Takamania, we will be there. Hey, and if you can't make it to Montreal, we'll be at WrestleMania, and you can hang out with us then. And then we'll be at SummerSlam, because I'm pretty sure we're going to do both, right? We're going to be doing it both. Come on. We know. Damn, Our ways might not know, but they're going to find out soon. <laughs> um, and if they don't, so we'll, we'll find out. We'll find new wives. Ooh, Jesus. Does your wife listen to this? Cat, or if you're listening, his idea. 
Cat, if you're listening. Suck it! <laughs> Whoa! All right, let's talk some WWE. Let's talk some wrestling. You know what? Let's not talk WWE. Let's talk about the yeah. big event that passed us this past weekend. Everyone's yeah, talking about it. All in. Pretty crazy, man. Uh, have you? Have you? Did you? I know you didn't watch it live. I was. I missed it. I thought it was going to start at eight. Apparently, it started at six. So hmm. I was like two hours in. But did you watch the whole thing yet? It started a bit early at six. Yeah, they started that WWE schedule, <laughs> where it's like every <laughs> every pay per view it's an hour earlier. Uh, I I watched half of it because I was in Toronto that weekend at Fan Expo. Uh, a lot of fun, really really cool. I uh, posted some pics on our social media. I might upload some some more later this week. It was a bit hard, a lot of chaos going on, but some pretty cool stuff. But. All in. I did catch up. I watched half the show so far. I've had a really busy week, but uh, I know uh, I have a lot to catch up on, and I know I'm a bit behind, folks. I apologize. A lot of our followers, a lot of our good friends are out at this event. Some of them representing Takamania. PD, we love you. And Pitopolis. Uh, yeah, buddy. We're, and we're sending him a free T-shirt just because he's so fucking sick. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. We had actual uh, news boards. Se scoops re- reached out to us and was like, "Dude, we saw some guy with your shirt on. Does he work for you?" Oh, <laughs> geez, come on, man, Pete, you're putting us out there. So we love it. We love it. We're sending you some merch. If any of you guys are interested, grab a T-shirt, man. Go to these events, wear our merch, represent Takamania, be an ambassador, man. We'll hook you up. Well, that's it. You know, if anybody listening to this podcast is going to any live events or going to Raw or SmackDown or any pay-per-views, let us know. Um, I'm pretty sure we could send you like a temporary password or some sort of way that you can get on our Instagram and fuck, take over our stories for the night. It'll be dope and uh, we'll we'll plug the shit out of you and send you a free t-shirt. So, All right. All right. Back to All In. Awesome show. Uh, did you have a particular match or a moment that you really appreciated? Um, let me see. Just the fact that, like, dude, it was just so cool that it was so much bigger than I thought. Like, I don't know what you would call it. I always call it the Titan Tron, but like, they had a huge screen. The setup was sweet. The ring yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Place looked cool. It had a cool vibe to it. That's like, it was just awesome, man. There was nothing about it that wasn't awesome. Uh, I'm a big fan of Adam Page. So his match I really enjoyed. He got carried out with a bunch of dicks, which was hilarious. Um, Cody Rhodes was pretty cool. Or yeah, he won cool. the NWA title, right? Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, his father won it. Now he won it. So I think it's a pretty pretty monumental moment. I mean, I assumed he was going to win. He is pretty much running the event. <laughs> but uh, regardless, uh, fantastic. I'm looking forward to watching the match. I haven't seen it. I obviously, oh, you haven't seen it yet? No, I haven't. I'm up to the, um, the over-the-budget battle royale, I believe. I watched okay. the first three matches. Okay. And uh, uh, you, got, you, got, you got quite a ways to go, yeah. Well, I think there's five, what, five, six matches total, wasn't there? Well, uh, I don't know. There's more, more than that. Okay, I don't All know. Right. I mean, honestly, because I missed, I missed the Battle Royal, and then, it was good. Uh, it, was good. it was good. I mean, Bully Ray being in there was. I mean, I guess well, I get it. Bully Ray. I thought he, I thought he retired first of all, and he comes back, and uh, I don't know. I just didn't think he should be the one going to the end. But I guess it was fun. It was cool seeing oh, Billy Gunn in made, there with his son. He made it all the way to the end. Yeah, he made it all the way to the end. Yeah, he's the enforcer at Ring of Honor. Or yeah. he was, at least, last time I checked. So he's still in mm. the biz. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, Billy Gunn being in there, his son being in there, uh, Colt Cabana being in there. They had a female in there as well, too. But she was outside the ring most of the time. I would have liked to see her more involved. Uh, but it was really cool to, to see her in the match and to see the different competitors they had, different sizes, different statures. 
it was really cool. I thought the pay-per-view, at least from what I've seen so far, was all about the fans, and that's all what we wanted, right? So, oh, hell yeah, it was, yeah. man. That's what, that was so, was so enjoyable about it. Uh, you, The best is yet to come, then. If you didn't watch Cody, um, the ending of the match was really cool. Um, I hear they I hear they cut the main event short because other matches went over and people I think people were a little bit upset with that. Jim Ross came out and said a lot of the wrestlers were selfish because they were in it for themselves, trying to make themselves look good, put extra spots out there, and then the main event uh, was twelve minutes I think, which was pretty short, and then they just ended. It was insane though, twelve minutes of insanity. Literally, as soon as the match ended, like the three count, I don't even. I mean, I was pretty drunk at that point, but. <laughs> I don't quite remember any celebration. It was like right off the air. Yeah. I mean, they had like I three think, seconds left. I so. think they ran out of time and I don't know. Anyways. It uh, was so good, dude. Ray Mysterio killed it. The Young Bucks killed it. Kota Ibushi killed it. It was freaking Oh, uh, nice. Looking, looking forward to it then. Right, we'll talk more about it next week. But again, we were having a conversation, you know, recently about the WWE product versus All In and how there's, there's differences and people tend to complain about the WWE. And, you know, as do we on our social media on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, we do too. Usually we do it in, in good fun. I mean, we're obviously WWE fans. We watch every week. We're sarcastic. We're too, too dick. Dickwads, I guess you could say. So yeah, dickwads, I would say. Trying to be politically correct here, we're trying to tone not tone down the swearing a little bit, maybe. But uh, really? well, I don't know. You know, I actually I had oh, a complaint that we why? swear too much and that, that we would appeal Blue, to more we would appeal to more viewers if we were more politically correct. Ah, it was actually my wife. Oh, it was your wife? <laughs> I got two words for. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. But yeah, I mean, the WWE is what it is, and we were talking about it, and like, there's a reason why the WWE does the things they do. They're a marketing machine. They're a cash cow. And for those reasons alone, what they're doing is successful for what they need. I guess you could put it that way. I guess, but like, I mean, whatever, right? And I'll take it for what it is, and I think all in kind of, I'm not going to say open my eyes, because I mean, my eyes were already open before, but... It really solidified that there is other pro wrestling out there. Um, even NXT is a different machine than, than main roster. It's like once you get to the main roster, well, it's all about how you can make money for the company. And you know mm-hmm. what? That's fine. They still make decent um, content. Like it's not bad. You know what I mean? No, I, I agree. I think with NXT and with these indie wrestling events, uh, a lot of the storytelling is being told in the ring during the matches, whereas at WWE, it's more story-based, story-driven. Um, yeah. you know, and the production value is obviously uh, massive, but it's pretty cool if you think about it. I mean, look at All In, look at Ring of Honor, you know, look at New Japan, you know, look at all these different and even NXT. It's like having different choices on a menu, you know, and you exactly. can, you know, you can try, you know, the steak, you can try the lobster, you know, you can try. Oh, look at these dirty mashed potatoes. Actually, I like mashed potatoes, so, <laughs> but uh, but not all the time, it, not all the time. It it all depends on what mood you're in, and uh, I mean, fuck. I wish, I mean, you got to think about it, right? The smaller promotions only have to do shows every so often, whereas Raw and SmackDown is every week. It's five hours oh, of content. It's not every a week. week. It's almost every day. They're doing live events too, right? Yeah, no, but I mean like the storytelling part of it, like the actual like TV time of it. Um, they got to come up with a lot of shit. So I'll give them kudos. Uh, I wish it was a little bit closer to pro wrestling instead of, you know, sports entertainment, but... I don't know. I've accepted it. I've accepted it and I'm going to I'm going to stay positive about it because things are going to get better for 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 pro wrestling yeah. outside of WWE, so. No, for sure, absolutely. And it might push WWE to, you know, 
start to look at things differently and maybe become a better product. So it's awesome. Good for all in. Good for wrestling. Amazing. Hey, so we're heading into the women's evolution pay-per-view, right? So we, don't, we, yep. we know a little bit about what's going on. Uh, we know that there's been some rumored matchups. We know that Trish Stratus will be taking on Alexa Bliss. We know the heavy rumor is that Nikki Bella will be defending against uh, Ronda Rousey. Uh, a lot of you know people aren't really too happy about that. And that one doesn't I, make sense to me anymore because like, there aren't they going to be a team at, in Australia? Well, that's it. But that's obviously where they're working towards it. So this is kind of out of nowhere. For some reason, the Bellas now are put with Ronda Rousey to take on the Riot Squad at the Super Showdown. So for me, why wouldn't Natalia be in there? Why are the Bellas just thrown in there? And that's typical Bellas. They come in, they just in- insert them somewhere else, remove somebody else. You know, I feel like it's the Bellas' last run. So I guess it makes it's kind of. I understand they got to just put them in somewhere and have let them have the run. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm guessing that matchup is going to be the start of their feud. Maybe they'll turn on them after the match, or maybe they'll win that match and then the next night, or who knows. But uh, you know, the fact that they're going to be working together already starts to point towards that. So I'm, I'm kind of believing it might be true. And I can see Ronda being the heel, uh, so I believe she'll probably destroy Nikki anyway. So when uh, awesome. is Evolution before or after the Australia show? It's after. Okay, yeah, so that's what I mean. If they fight at Evolution, how can they again tag up? Oh, sorry, sorry. Not, actually, not oh, it's the other way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sorry. Ah. Uh, sorry, folks. Well, then that I'm makes sense. My then that makes sense. Yeah, then that makes sense. Um, yeah, the Bellas being in there is like exactly what we were talking about just before. Uh, it's all about the money, man. They could sell a couple more t-shirts, get on that Bella army. They were promoting the shit out of Total Divas. So they're back, and they're back at the right time coincidentally with the show premieres uh, i think september 19th so i'm excited for the show more than i am about the bellas being wwe i'm hey, wondering in wwe i'm wondering if you can say that all again because the date actually is before yeah, <laughs> or okay, after it actually is after it actually is after so super okay, showdown so right. is first okay so i don't know there's probably a bunch of it's stuff stupid. we can edit out there but we don't need to edit any of that out <laughs> screw it it's confusing as fuck i mean it's, they're it's, throwing so many pay-per-views our way now but uh, it was not a bad, necessarily a bad thing. But no, uh, well, no uh, Super Showdown is before Evolution, so it definitely puts a possibility of you know the Bellas turning on Ronda Rousey after the match. We don't know. We'll see. But uh, wait, hold on. Now I'm confused. Which one's first? Super Showdown. Oh, okay. Well, I thought Super that's Showdown what you said before. Super. I know. I was right. I was wrong, and then I was right. Super <laughs> Showdown, October sixth. Women's Evolution. October 28th. I thought it was September 28th. That's why. Jesus. It's like drink, bitch. We've, I think we've already been drinking, clearly. But we haven't. Clearly. clearly. Um, it's this heat. So there is mention of the Divas title being resurrected? Well, not, yeah, well, it's being teased. So Maria Canellis, basically, she's been all over social media saying how they should bring back the Divas title. You know, they have the Intercontinental. They have the U.S. Championship. Why can't they have two? Uh, you know, it is a part of history. You know, it would be good to give to somebody like Maria or Carmella where they can be divas. But to me, you know, it's it's working backwards because you wanted to get away from that thinking of having women yes. be divas and having them be superstars. So for me, it's a no. I'm all down for having a different title for the women. That's cool. I'm down. But bringing back the divas title just seems counterproductive. I agree. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Fuck it. They shouldn't do it. Maria Canales is hot, though. She is hot. And you know what else is hot? Taka Mania. We're the number one podcast, folks. 
Speaking of podcasts, I was listening to Booker T's podcast this week, and guess who we had on as his guest this week? Hmm. Biggie. Close. Big Kaz. With two Zs, folks. So he was on Booker's podcast this week, and I was tuning in more or less because this is the first time he's kind of gone public since he got released by the WWE, so I was really interested to see what he had to say, and he basically owned it. Uh, you know, He said that he made too many mistakes in too little time, and he understands why the WWE did it. He would have done it himself, and you know, he, he completely just owned it. So you know, uh, he's working to get himself back into the WWE. He's going to wait till his, his non-compete clause expires, and then he's going to hit the indie scene and hopefully work his way back, similar to what Drew McIntyre did. But uh, they asked him, you know, any chance you're going to be reunited with Enzo? And he said, oh, absolutely not. You know, we don't even not just speak. We're not even friends. We never really were. And he had no idea that Enzo was doing the rap game. And he said, basically, though, for the right amount of money, he'd do it. But yeah, don't expect those two to reunite anytime soon, folks. So we'll see what happens with Big Cass. But uh, it looks like, uh, you know, he's eating a piece of humble pie. Oh, well, he sucked. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan either. <laughs> Not much else to say. Yeah. I am excited though that the mixed match challenge is back on. I mean, Are you? I think it's lame. I, I don't like that. It was. I don't. I don't know if it's on Facebook Live only again. And they should put it on the WWE Network, or they do, but they delay it. They should put it live or have some way for us to watch it because I'm forced to just trying to find a link or reading spoilers. Um, but yeah, uh, it's interesting because they're putting uh, the Miz and Oscar um, back because they won last last year. Oh, they won the whole thing last time? Yeah, they won the whole thing. Yeah. And Braun Strowman and Alexa Blitz are back together, so that's going to be interesting. Lame, too. Yeah, I thought it, I thought one interesting team was Finn Balor's with Bailey, as opposed to Finn Balor being with Sasha last time. So yeah. that's interesting. Sasha's with, with Bobby Lashley this time, so I feel bad for her. It's, oh like, God. it's like a giant... I can't believe you just... Oh, Bobby Lashley. Okay. The size difference is going to be it's going to be interesting to see. Our uh, truth is going to be with Carmella, which I think is really funny. That's okay. Yeah. Whatever. Rusev and Lana are going to be together. Jimmy Uso and Naomi. So that's pretty cool. Jinder Why Mahal, wouldn't the Miz be with Maurice? Uh, like, I guess stupid. because she's... Yeah, I thought it was silly too, but I guess because the put team Nakamura won last year. With, put Nakamura yeah. with... Uh, yeah, Nakamura and Oscar could have been great. Oh, man. Idiots. I, really missed the I don't know. Mixed match challenge to me is like... It's just garbage cell phone selfie videos. Kevin Owens, Natalia, Canadian Connection. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it could be a lot of fun. I enjoy these these kind of uh, mixed tag team matches. I think they should have them more. You know, they should have more interaction with yeah. women and men. If it's mixed tag team matches or Naomi coming out during the Usos matches or something, you know, like there's just, it seems like they can't be around each other. It's just, why not? Come on, 2018. Yeah, 2018. But still, I don't know. Not a fan of... Uh, Intergender wrestling, I don't think. I don't okay. think I am. All right, well, I'm not a fan of you. Yeah, well, I don't know if I am. Uh, I got to see it. All right, Seems I got to ask you. Raw this week, SmackDown, two jam-packed shows. You know, what do you think about the pack? You think it's a good name for this new faction is of Braun Strowman, Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre? Cause it seems like it is. It is. They've been call- they were calling them it quite a few times. Maybe they're testing the waters. Honestly, uh, not a fan. I mean, it was cool, the whole shield shit. But, dude, like, I feel like, don't you feel like it killed Drew McIntyre? Like, he was the big man. No, he's, like, <laughs> not the big man in the group anymore. It's stupid. Oh, uh, well, I mean, if you're watching this week, we saw, I feel really bad for the revival I have to here because these guys keep, like, 
knocking, knocking at the door of opportunity and either they have injury or they just get it taken away from them. And this is no different. It seems like they pulled an audible because a revival was coming for the B team week after week. They had their tag team title match. And all of a sudden, you know, you have Drew and Ziggler walk in and say, hey, well, what, what, what will happen if something happened to them? Well, I'd have to come up with alternate plan. Oh, snap. So we knew what was going to happen. Drew whipped the, whipped one of them backstage, man. It was nasty. Um, picked him up kind of in like a world's strongest slam and just threw him sideways into the wall. But, you know, they put the, the, the titles on these two guys. So now that they're your tag team champs, I think that's pretty cool. You have a credible tag team yeah. now holding the straps. I guess the B-team project is going to be uh, put on the back burner. I guess they might get their rematch, but they'll probably get squashed in it. But uh, I don't know. I, I, I kind of see what you're saying, that the fact that he's not the big man anymore. But I think Drew has a lot more to offer than just being the big man. And I think they're putting titles on these guys, too. So they definitely yeah, have some faith the in them. It's the worst title in, in WWE. It's only was made the worst titles in the WWE. I think, you know, the tag team division maybe has a chance now to, uh, you know, maybe resurrect. You think this is going to elevate? I don't think it's going to elevate. I think it's going to hurt it. Well, it's going to show the that they dominate. It's going to show that they dominate. They came to Raw. They said they were going to dominate. And usually you have these people come on and be like, we're Raw. We're here for a message. We're putting people on notice. We're taking over. And it's like, oh, my God, this is such a stupid gimmick. But this is literally what they've done. They have. And if you look at Raw this week, right? It wasn't just like a, you know, Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns brawl, people being separated. This is like a three-on-three separation brawl where everyone's coming out. The Shield gets arrested for some reason, is able to meet with the judge. Able to meet with the judge the same night and get out, but then, um, you know, in the main event, all the heels run down and beat the Tar out of the Shield, which I'm still wondering how that even at all happened and what's going on with that. I guess their influence is that strong backstage that they got all the heels on board to take them out. And I like Drew Gulak. He had tweeted. He said, uh, "He said, hey, Roman Reigns, all dogs go to heaven. <laughs> I thought that was great. Honestly, uh, it's, like, it's, it's like they don't know what the hell they're doing. They That's called a lot of audibles like. uh, I found on Raw this week, that, that being one of them. Kevin Owens returned from quitting oh, and not even a mention. Another audible they called this week. This was ridiculous. So I was really kind of confused last week. He quit. I was like, okay, well, I guess he's going to take some time off with his wife, his kids, you know, maybe that'd be cool. Then, or maybe, you know, rest his body, come back fresh and start something new. But no, he came back this week and interfered in a stupid meditation segment with Bobby Lashley, which was embarrassing. And have him come down and feud like, what? So I just really confused. I guess maybe they're going to tie it to the fact that he took out Sami Zayn. And without Sami Zayn, he couldn't get the job done. And it's his fault. And they're really grasping they at straws. Even. They probably won't even. They're grasping at straws with Kevin Owen. I'm really surprised, you know. Yo, uh, why have him quit? And then him be back the next week? Well, they and, literally, and obviously, mentioned- it's the same thing as Sasha and Bailey in their therapy. They just moved on and forgot about it. Shit. Fuck. Well, Everybody people, was talking people, about people, it. People it like forget huge. it. Yeah, but people will forget about it in two weeks from now, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I'm totally with you, man. I, th- I think it was really silly. They could have done some really cool things with Kevin Owen quitting. But uh, like I went out and got freaking sound bites. I quit. And and it's they're useless now. Hmm. They're useless. Uh, we talked about him bringing back um coming back with uh, Undisputed Era. That could have been amazing. You know, everything could have been anything amazing. could have been amazing. Yeah, this is just Lashley of all people, and then just to come out like that, like, and then he was out in the last segment too, and they were beating up the Shield. So I, I just, I'm, I'm, I don't know, man. I'm at a loss of words for KO. I think WWE is at a loss of things for him to do. I don't know. He's just so much better than whatever. I'm not going to complain. It is what it is. 
whatever. He probably doesn't we'll sell see. We'll see what happens. It's a bit of a letdown. I'm gonna. Inter- I'm interested to see next week. It's got me interested at least to check out what's going on next week and how they explain this. So I, it'll just I don't be know. more shitting the brick, man. Like who's who's fighting who? Oh, Roman versus uh, Braun, right? Maybe he just maybe he just quits every week. <laughs> well, he would have quit again this week then. Uh, maybe other every other week. I don't know. <laughs> it's a mess. Mm. It's a mess. Mess. You want to talk about messes? Bella Twins making their return to the Riot Squad. I'll let you do the honors. Uh, Brie Bellis can't suicide dive. That's for sure. Oh, that's but come like on, Jay Bomb. If at first you don't succeed, tr- tr- uh, yeah, maybe maybe just don't do them. Yeah, well, I, I feel like uh, it was probably Sarah Logan's fault, the first one, but that second one, man, I don't know where she was going with it. Well, yeah, Logan definitely wasn't in position to give her the punch, but uh, she kind of fell out of the ring at the same time. It, you know, it is what it is. Bree's a bit rusty. It's fine. We're having some good fun when we knock on her. I hope she's Who fine. Who won that match? Uh, she, uh, the Bree, the, the Bellas obviously won that. There was the, it was the return. Win? It was the return match. Of course they were going to win. Yeah, but I thought they got rolled up. I don't remember. No. Bellows won. No, but it was it was a mess. It was a mess. I mean, Raw was a mess. In in general, Raw was a mess. Like the the Bellas did they kick off Raw? They did, eh? Oh, the Shield uh, brawl getting arrested did, oh, but then the then brawl, it was yeah. the Bellas. Then the Bellas. Yeah, yeah. So they squashed a Riot Club, Riot Club, Riot Squad, and uh, didn't Ron Ron Rousey come out after? Wasn't it another fucking onslaught of just garbage? Well, like making such a mockery. Yeah, I mean, we we kind of been going back and forth with this whole uh, Ronda Rousey Alexa Bliss thing. You know, we had uh, Elias this week, in, basically insulting o- Ohio, and Alexa Bliss comes out. So they do a reverse from the week before, right? Where Trish Stratus, who's her opponent in uh, Evolution, right, 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 yeah. so Bliss from Ohio, Trish from Toronto. But it was just funny because Bliss was on Ohio's side and then flipped on the crowd, you know, started insulting her hometown. But, you know, I was having some good fun, I guess. And then, yeah, takes on Natalia and beats Natalia with an arm bar. So apparently they're playing this angle that uh, Bliss has been learning jujitsu. I don't know if it's true or not, but uh, <laughs> she's starting to pull out some tricks, some arm bars, some submissions. So we'll see what happens come uh, their match. But, uh, you know, I don't anticipate uh, Bliss winning this match or it lasting very long. She looked like she was getting into Elias, though, Ben. She looked like she was, like, getting a little bit hot on him. Mm, who knows? Mm-hmm. Sparkle, sparkle. It should have been Bailey. It should have been Bailey. It should have. Um, Bailey should have had the leather jacket or the jean jacket and maybe puts the whole ponytail down, greases her hair back a little. Yeah. 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 She should have been a groupie, fuck. Um, Drake Maverick with AOP. That was a little bit uh, confusing. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all down for AOP finally having something to do. I think it's a good... Just kind of was like the general manager of Two Five Live. That's kind of like, really that's who they. I mean, they could have picked anybody, and I'm not saying it's going to be a bad thing. But wasn't he on Two Five Live? And now you're putting him on Raw, and then you're putting him in that security gear, which he's a, he's a small he's he's a small guy, and I'm not going to knock on him for like the way he looks or the you know, but like why Paul Ellering didn't wear one of those suits when they, when he was with them. So why does he need to? So it just makes him look silly. Uh, and way smaller than well, I think that's their whole like look they're going for. But he was still on Two Hundred Five Live. He was still a general manager, was he? Yeah, he still is. I think he's going to be doing yeah, both okay. gigs. But you know, let's see how this goes. Authors of Pain now have somebody, I guess, in their corner. Uh, maybe it's something because they've been floundering since they've been on the main roster. So I'm all down for it. It just for me was a bit of an odd pairing. But you know, let's see what let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Well, 
There was some positive stuff on Raw. Um, you text me because I'd really given up on it. I've been watching The Staircase on Netflix. And sidebar, dude, I don't know if you've watched it yet. Nope. It's like a murder mystery documentary. It it like you like making a murder. Yeah, I love it. Uh, this is honestly, I find it way better. It's good. You got to check it out. It's like an easy watch. It's like eleven episodes. Cool. Um, but while I was watching that, you said, "Hey, man, you got to check out the HBK Undertaker promo." You said you loved it. Um, wh- wh- what about it? Like, made it for you? Well. You know, Shawn Michaels up until now has been involved in, you know, some fun angles, some plugs on merchandise, nothing too serious. And I thought that he was going to come out and kind of do the same thing. Like, oh, I know The Undertaker, I know Triple H, and, you know, it's going to be Triple H, or it's going to be Undertaker, and then he'll walk out, walk away, and it'll kind of be, there really won't be much to read into. And I think we got the complete opposite. And not only was it a great segment and a great promo, you know, it reminded us how great of a promo Shawn Michaels can cut. And he still can. And, you know, he was able to get those emotions. And, you know, sometimes when he's talking, he loses himself. If you ever listen to him in interviews and podcasts, he's like, uh, you, you, you know, and, um, and uh, he kind of fumbles and he gets lost. And, you know, I kind of always attributed it to, you know, the wear and tear of wrestling. Huh? Yeah, and he's taking a lot of shots to the head. And, you know, but, <laughs> but dude, he was sharp. He was smart. Uh, he hit all the right notes. The, and then the Undertaker comes out, which was amazing. And they play off each other really well. And, you know, the way they kind of left it was, you know, Shawn Michaels saying how, you know, he's retired and he stayed true to his word, you know, for the fans and mainly for The Undertaker. And he has. And, you know, he really had emotion in his voice that, you know, it kind of aided him. Uh, But, you know, Undertaker basically said, you know, well, is it the respect or is it fear? And Shawn Michaels looked at him with this look and, you know, basically said, if you're ever going to come out of retirement, there's only one person you're coming to see. Oh, so being, you know, yeah, buddy, a massive Shawn Michaels fan, this excites me. Um, obviously, I know a lot of you are saying, well, we don't want to see this match again. We've seen it many times. It's, it's definitely going to, you know, taint the classic matches they put on at WrestleMania. I, I probably somewhat agree with that. I think I, I don't. I think it's. I think that I'm of, down to see it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, if they're going to no, do but, it, awesome. But uh, out of all those kind of matches, like super uh, whatever dream matches or one more time matches, this is one I want to friggin' see, man. Like I want to see Shawn Michaels again. I really do. I, I do. Well, that's the main thing. I want to see Shawn Michaels again. I'm okay if it's not being the Undertaker. I would love it for, for Triple H to be, you know, wrestling putting himself in the spotlight or something. And then Shawn Michaels like, man, it's not about you anymore. You know, you got to hang up the boots. You got to hang up the boots. And Shawn Michaels puts the Undertaker, puts Triple H down. You know, yeah. maybe, maybe it could still happen. Maybe, you know, it Shawn Michaels has a match with the Undertaker. Maybe he'll have a few more, you know, left. Uh, I would just love to have seen it be like, you know, against AJ Styles or against Daniel Bryan or something like that. I feel like they're trying to like recreate, I guess, capture lightning in a bottle. Um, maybe the match is going to be phenomenal. But, you know, we had this conversation about Shawn Michaels a couple weeks ago and how he was saying he doesn't like the pressure. He doesn't mind the matches. He likes when it's over. But the, the building up, the anxiety. And I just can't, I can only imagine the type of anxiety that he would have going into this match and the build up and the pressure that he would have on him to perform at that level again. So, you know, it could just be them playing with us. You know, we don't know. But really cool, I guess, Goosebumps promo uh, from Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, great chemistry. Michael shows you what it's like to cut a solid promo. I'm happy he still has it. He looks in great shape. And uh, yeah, it just leaves me with something at least to hope. Well, he's going to be in Australia. 
probably going to be the special guest referee. So maybe he does turn on Triple H and they have one more fight. Hey, man. I, I'm assuming that if he fights with Undertaker, they're going to draw it out until WrestleMania. And I'm okay with that because we're going to be going to WrestleMania. So if I can see Shawn Michaels wrestle at WrestleMania in New Jersey, hell, man, I will be happy. That alone is going to make me a happy camper, a happy talker. I've never seen, uh, never seen Undertaker entrance in person. And the last time I saw Shawn Michaels in person was uh, the Montreal Screwjob. So... I'm down to see them both again, but I would I would prefer Triple H versus Michaels. I would. Yeah, I think I they I think they could put. And you know what? It's funny because I was actually doing some spring cleaning or some summer cleaning or some fall cleaning, whatever you want to call it. And I was found an old DVD I have at Shawn Michaels. It's like Shawn Michaels the Vault, and it actually had his match back with Triple H at SummerSlam when he when he came back from his back injury and finally had his first match. Oh, the match was so good, and I was watching it with uh, with my wife, and she was just she really liked it. You know, just the, the the match they put on, the story they told, and I'm telling you, if you watch this match, the crowd was just cheering and screaming the whole entire time. They were completely into this match from start to finish, and it was just kind of makes you look back and be like, wow, like, kind of like how things. I'm not saying it used to be in a bad <laughs> no, sense, be, but I mean, yeah. there was magic throughout the match. I mean, Triple H to Shawn Michaels, it was his first match back. And it was a it was a really special match, and it was good. It was great. It was great. Yeah. So I plan on showing um, her Michaels versus Kurt Angle WrestleMania 21 next because that one was really good too. Fuck, I can I don't remember these matches. I don't know how you remember all these matches, dude. Um, SmackDown Live was good though this week. I'll give it that. SmackDown Live has been good like fucking for a while now. They're yeah, it's roll. been pretty good. Again, I always go back to the two hours, short and sweet. Yeah, short and sweet. Um, a lot of Daniel Bryan. A lot, of, a lot of Daniel Bryan and Brie. Brie's working both brands now. Yeah, money, money, money. Uh, Almas, Vega. Uh, Great match. Who else is in there? Miz, Maurice. Dude, that knee on Vega? Yeah. Well done. Well Dude. done. And, and she seemed, she was fine, right? So. Well, yeah, I think she was fine, you know. I mean, I'm sure she got a bump to the noggin. Uh, you know, who knows? But at the same time, I mean, she made it look good. I guess it was snug. The head whip back. It doesn't really matter. It looked like it fucking hurt. Yeah, it looked fucking intense. It was awesome. But I loved. I loved the promo. I loved how it went through the whole SmackDown Live episode. Um, I'm, I'm happy that they, they're running stories like that. And and everything looks aggressive. Everything looks believable. Everything looks real. That's what I really like about this. It looks real, real to some extent. You know, the fact that the Miz and Maurice come out when the, the arena is empty. That's kind of cheesy. And then, yeah, oh, and I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what you are, Miz. I'm gonna tell you what you are. You are. A coward. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah. that was not original. <laughs> so, but, yeah. you know, it's Daniel Bryan cutting a Daniel Bryan promo. He's great in the mic. It's good. I'm enjoying this feud. I'm being a little bit critical. Uh, maybe it was just too much of this feud for me for SmackDown. I think they could have had a little bit more on SmackDown otherwise. But, uh, you know, still still no Mandy Rose and uh, Sonya Deville again. You know, there's, there's, okay with that. there's no, they could have put Luke Harper in there somewhere, you know, but... You know, I don't know. I guess they want us to really be invested in this feud, and for the most part, I am. So it's it's all right. Yeah, and, and the Be- Becky and Charlotte stuff was good too. You know, the feud. It continues. was good. It was good. I just like to see Becky, you know, in the ring. And this was just kind of. It was funny because the interview was like them beside each other. One was red, one was blue, and then like this, like pole in the middle between them. And like, I'm just joking that like they're probably like right beside each other, and there's just this pole put between them. <laughs> Hundred percent, there were. There was no delay on like yeah. video feed or anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Screw I'm, you. And the promo was good. Uh, Becky was fun. You know, she was sarcastic. I hope they just let her be Becky and don't try to. She didn't talk about the crowd too much or the fans, so I like that. So maybe they're getting an idea here. 
Yeah, I think they are. I think mm-hmm. they are. But they didn't mention the Hell in a Cell. So I know Becky made the challenge on social media about Hell in a Cell, and they didn't even address it on SmackDown. So I'm wondering if Becky called an audible, and she was basically being like, you know what, I want this to be in Hell in a Cell. I'll just do this on Twitter and see what happens. And, you know, but I guess she also wouldn't she want to went screw into business for herself. Well, would she want to screw herself over? She, I don't think she would do that. It doesn't seem like Becky would be the type, but it's just very odd unless they're calling another audible. Uh, but there's a lot of matches in the cell. So uh, maybe they're hesitant for this one. But if any match could be in a cell, I think this one could be fantastic. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Um, Salty Dez. What do I you mean, want? Oscar made a return with like an extra like two inches of hair as well. Yeah, her hair is longer (laughs) and it's the color of the Splatoon, Splatoon, Splatoon colors. Somebody made a joke about that and she enjoyed it because she plays video games, but she changed the colors of her hair, matches Naomi, and uh, she ran out for the save. So I'm happy to see Oscar back. I noticed she's looking in a lot better shape too. I'm, you know, not, uh, not nothing, anything was wrong with her, but she looks a lot more tight, a lot more fit, a lot more energy. So it's cool to kind of see her come back in full force. You know, coming back into a, an angle with the Iconics makes me think they have nothing for her. And I know they're going to be taking on the Iconics at the um, uh, Super Show. So I'm obviously thinking these two are going to lose there because they're going to be against the Iconics, who are Australian. So are they going to lose? Where's this going? It kind of seems like a filler angle to put her in. Not the most thrilled, I guess, segment or angle I'd want Asuka to be in. But, you know, she's on TV. I guess I'll take it. I guess. No heel turn. Everybody was talking about a heel turn. I don't know, man. I don't know. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, Joe and AJ continuing their build up. Uh, I know you said it was kind of the same old stuff, but uh, the promos are good. He talked about Wendy's. You know, Samoa, Samoa Joe's a big fan of Wendy's. Yeah, I think we got to go. Uh, we got to go to Wendy's this week because I don't know, man. For some reason, it just it's in, it's just in, imprinted in my brain. I don't know what it is. I don't know what well, it is. Take the bump because I've never had a frosty. Have you had a frosty before? I've never. I've probably eaten at Wendy's like two times my whole life. What? Yeah, man. Dude. Yeah, I went a long time without having Wendy's, and then I hit it up again, and they're, like, ahead of the game. They're opening one, like, pretty close to where I work now, and they're they're kind of few and far between here in Montreal. So. Yeah, Montreal, there's not too many of them. I think there's a reason they're not in Montreal. And I, oh, they're I, coming. I like to say it's something to do with the quality of the meat. Sorry to say, oh, but I think what, it, that's, I think it's one better? of the factors. I think it doesn't meet, a, it doesn't meet a, the grade. It's too, it's too poor. Montreal is really strict meat quality. Well, they're coming up everywhere, and there's McDonald's, and that shit's garbage. But either way, Take the Bump told me to dip your fries in the Frosty. Yeah, that now, was interesting. Yeah. Um, what Sounds fucked up, but I'm 100% going to go to Wendy's this weekend, and I'm going to dip my fries in the Frosty, so I'll let you guys know how it went. Hmm. I, I can't see it being bad. I had a friend from Japan who used to eat ice cream and put potato chips in it and like eat, it, eat them together, so it sounds That's, similar. That's similar, yeah. Sweet and salty. But yeah, AJ and Joe. Yeah, um, yeah, more or less the same stuff week after week. Uh, but again, I'm enjoying it. The promos are good. Uh, Joe's coming out, sounding like a monster. Looks like he's getting into AJ's head. And uh, these two are going to have an amazing match in that Hell in a Cell. I'm looking forward to it. Is it in a cell? Yeah. For sure? I don't know. I think. Wasn't that the other one? Were we saying that... Um, Joe and AJ and Becky and Charlotte need to be in a cell and why aren't those two in a cell because Braun and Roman are in the cell and then Jeff Hardy God Jeff Hardy Jeff Hardy and uh, and Randy Orton are the ones in the cell so I don't know it needs to be 
It needs to be. And we we need Wendy there. We need her again. I don't think it's. An, I, I don't think it's in a cell. The only Hell in a Cell matches are Braun Roman and uh, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton. Which I don't know, man. Really, why does that one yeah. need to be in a cell? No, that's stupid. Call an audible. Word of the day, audible. But, uh, dude, it's Rusev Day. Dude, it's Rusev Day. It's it's Rusev Day, and and not only did Aiden English not cost them the match, she actually saved Rusev once. And then again, another time, twice in that match, and they picked up the big win. And Rusev Day is moving on in the tag team tournament to take on the bar. And the winner will take on the New Day at Hell in a Cell. At Hell in a Cell, eh? Do you think Rusev Day is going to go all the whole way? No. And because WWE went ahead and spoiled it. <laughs> no. What do you mean they spoiled it? Well, they've already given the match at the Super Showdown for the tag team titles. What is it? The New Day versus The Bar. What? Yeah, so uh, unless they're going to change things up, I don't think they will because the pay-per-view is coming quickly, uh, but it looks like Rusev Day will not advance, and I wouldn't be surprised if maybe Aiden does cost him the match this week, maybe Lana costs him the match this week, or maybe Rusev's just going to turn on you know, Aiden, or Aiden will turn on Rusev. So many possibilities. But yeah, a little bit strange. Uh, you know, the momentum's coming off. People were really excited to see them. I hope that WWE calls an audible on this one. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, it was nice to see the entrance again. And it brings a lot of energy when Aiden announces them. And as I was watching it, I was thinking, damn, if Aiden ever did get released from WWE, them, uh, sorry, uh, Aiden with, with the Young Bucks or doing something with, with the guys... Uh, it, with the elite could be cool just because he sings and they have like so many catchy fucking songs man it's hilarious it's funny you gotta though, start watching because that, he's got that baritone or baritone voice and he does the singing right but like he's not even that great so it's just his gimmick like anybody from you know the indie scene could just do that i know but it's eight in english and it would work like you gotta start I'm, i swear to god you have to start like right after this podcast go watch some episodes of being the elite it's so fucking stupid that it's good I've watched, shit, I'm at like episode, I think I'm nearing episode 80. So I watched like a good 50 of them. What are we at now? A hundred and something. They just released one for all in. Um, I think I got the notification earlier today. But uh, yeah, the the way that the show has evolved is like fucking super interesting, man. It starts off as a vlog and then ends up being like literally like a scripted show. It's pretty well done. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. So, you know, we've talked a lot about a good news, a lot of, you know, stuff happened on a raw, lots of happened on SmackDown, but I want to take a moment, you know, it's a little bit somber here, folks. I want to pay our respects to the death of Titus worldwide. Ooh. And like, who died? Well, <laughs> Apparently, Titus Worldwide. And it was done so like, uh, it was just like a footnote. It just, they had their match. Dramatic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were kind of building it up for two weeks. And then after the match, it's like, that's it. I'm done. And like, she costed the match herself. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't even Titus Worldwide. She got arrogant. And then she just said, I said, I walked out. They didn't really talk about it too much. And she walked up the ramp. So that, I guess, that's it. Unless next week they're like, Oh, why? You know why? It's okay. I know we're no, we're good. We're good. We're back together. And then they have another implosion. I don't know, but like, I guess they just decided it's run its course. Maybe somebody's contracts up and they're being released. Who knows? 
But uh, yeah, that's it, folks. They invested all this time in Titus Worldwide, and there was no payoff in the end. Yeah, and where does Dana Brooke go from here? Where did where did any of them go from here, really? Yeah, like, it's not going to be great for any of them. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, not not. I can't see Dana. If anyone's getting released, it's going to be her. I mean, Apollo. Is he? I mean, he's just, he's just kind of boring. You know, I don't know. Yeah, but I th- I think I Apollo should go to two hundred five. Yeah, I think he should too. I think he, he would actually do pretty good in two hundred five live. What's what's his name? Uh, the guy uh, Alexa Bliss's boyfriend. What's the deal with him these days? Well, he's going to be fighting at the Super Show as well too. Uh, he'll be taking uh-huh. on Cedric Alexander, and I'm actually really excited for this match because uh, Buddy Murphy is his name. He'll be taking on Cedric Alexander. And these guys have had some incredible matches on 205 Live. So I know a lot of time we see these cruiserweight matches and they open up the pay-per-view and these are the ones we kind of, you know, we're getting our beer, getting our snacks, we're not really watching this match. I'm going to tell you guys, watch this match because the fact is, Cedric Alexander isn't even feuding with Buddy Murphy right now. Uh, he fought um, TJ Perkins last week. You know, he's been feuding with lots of other people, Gallagher, um, you know, and, and and also Gulak. But the fact that they're actually putting these two together again just for this pay-per-view goes to show you how the WWE realized these two are magic when they're in the ring together. Uh, Buddy Murphy is definitely not 205 pounds. I don't know how he made the cut, uh, but <laughs> no I guess, shit. you know, it doesn't matter. He can perform on a high level. These two bring it. Uh, and I'm really, really, really excited to see it. Um, Buddy Murphy's had some really good matches with Mustafa Ali as well. Uh, maybe some of the best I've seen on 205 Live. So seeing Cedric Alexander taking on Buddy Murphy, uh, I think you guys can expect a really, really good match, especially for a cruiserweight match, guys. Check this one out, I'm telling you. It's going to be exciting. Right. Is that the only cruiserweight match uh, on the card right now? Well, yeah. I mean, usually they only have one on there. It's usually to open up the show, and it's likely going to be the case here as well, too. You know, the one stinker on there as well that we were talking about last week, Cena and Lashley versus KO and Elias. KO and Elias. What? That's legitimately on the card? Yeah. I guess Cena's coming back. Oh, man. Have you guys seen seen a sixth move of Doom? Doom? Uh, I saw it. it? Did you see it? (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Like a punch. It's a punch. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I think it's supposed to be stupid, though, right? I guess so. I guess it's to troll us. But it's guys, if you wanna, you wanna cry a little inside, go check it out afterwards. But yeah, Cena has cut some weight down. He's a, he's going uh, to film a movie, so he's a little bit more less lean. I guess he's a little bit smaller. Uh, well, not really. He's still fucking jacked. And he grew his hair out a little bit, too. So it's going to be interesting to see Cena. He's going to be back. Obviously, he's going to go to Australia. He's going to help bring the show to another level. But, you know, I thought it would be nicer to see him in, like, in a different kind of matchup and just a tag match. Lashley, KO, Elias. It's like the big star of this match is Cena. You know, KO will just have to... Poor KO. Yeah, I mean, Poor I don't know. KO. I don't know, man. I don't know if he did something. They don't have anything for him to do. I hear people are in the back aren't happy with his physique, but that can't be the case because they knew how he was when they got him. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they told him to slim down and he just keep, keeps on eating that, those Wendy's burgers, man. Wendy's. fries and frosties. Wendy. Well, that wraps up another episode of Talk Mania. Uh, if you haven't listened to our Mick Foley interview from last week, go check it out. If you are a Canadian listener, Go to realmcfoley.com and see if he's in your city anytime soon and pick yourself up some tickets. If you're a Montreal listener, September 12th, Comedy Nest. Be there. We'll be there. We'll be there. You can meet our wives. You can meet our wives. Um, Until then, J-Bomb's out. 
Des, say bye. Happy Rusev Day. Suck as work. Yeah. Yeah.